We 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 like it when we. when we're funny, but it's a funny thing about the we. The we the we makes me act funny, funny, but not good funny, not good funny. No. So welcome to the We Talks. This is our second episode of our podcast, the We Talks, where we talk mm. about the we. The, well, we we the. We talk about we the we because we tried we. to get the we to talk with Larry, but he got so funny, not funny, that it was impossible. And they said, no, we're not doing it. It was the worst. <laughs> was I the mean, worst. there was this filter I turned on, remember? Yes. That made our faces all weird. And then you spoke for two hours straight without letting the we say a word. Every now and then they would say, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't work. No, it didn't work. So when you say we're going to talk about the we, Miss Larry, I, and I think that it means that the we are mm. going to talk about the we. No, but it's not. It's so we, you, and I. Larry are going to talk, and about and talk about the we. Maybe the we will come in. Maybe they won't come in. No, they definitely know. wrote. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So I speak about the we in the third person because it just makes it easier. Yes. It makes it easier to understand. But like on our first episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, I would go ahead and go to the the blog.thewetalks.com and then there's a little bit there that will show you where the podcast is. Yeah, there's a few articles. These are the articles, yeah. And read the articles, read the, all about it. Uh, you can also just go to com, and there's actually a whole intro version part of... Uh, I write about the we and the we write about themselves and the whole intro into the we. So if you're not familiar, this is the first episode you listen to. Listen to episode one. Yep, this is episode two. This is episode two, pre-birth. Right. And uh, you'll find these things at Substack. Yeah. So if you go Substack and then type Anelia Benz in the search, mm-hmm. the we talks will show right up. Yep. Or you can go to blog.thewetalks.com. Dot com. Which is and the same place. It's the same place. Yes. All right, let's talk about the pre-birth. So I thought we could usually, I mean, we usually in our podcasts, a lot of the times, I read part of the article that we're talking about and then we discuss it. Do you want to follow that same path? Okay, just, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you think pre- you're going to go funny? No. <laughs> you're not going to go funny? No. I'm very serious, honey. You are? Okay. Yes, you look very serious. You have an Indian smile. Mm-hmm. Indian as in Native American Indian smile. Yes. Very stoic. I'm smiling inside, honey. <laughs> I still remember that time when you and your mom, I was going to take a photo of you yeah. guys. And I said, okay, smile. And you both put really like, serious, <laughs> stoic faces on. And I'm like, uh, I said, smile. And you looked at each other and like... <laughs> What? We are. We are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was quite Yes, very Native American. So, it would be reasonable before we start the article, because this is pre-birth, right? Yes. Let's just basically touch on the pre-birth reality. What's real about pre-birth for uh, me? I'm a human. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, my understanding is that, well, let's set up a couple of a parameters? couple of parameters. Okay. For a human being, 
that would be who are listening to this, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. 99.999% of us are all human It's beings. 87.96% of people who of beings who listen to this podcast are human. Well, I'm just talking to the human parts. <laughs> the non-human parts. I mean, I can talk to all y'all. All y'all just listen. Okay. <laughs> When y'all, the human being is a soul. Being and a physical being joined together. Yes. The physical being is a solid, solid, more solid version of what the subtle soul being might be considered to be. Yes. We have individual and unique paths of existence. Yes. The physical body part, the one that we're looking at on the video screen, all of most all of what. Most all of us are looking at the physical part. We don't see the non-physical part. Right, right. That physical part is your manifest, your um, physical body elemental. Yes. The non-physical part is really the same as the physical part, only subtler. Mm -hmm. With its own trajectory. So these two bodies are joined together. Yes. Uh, we would consider the human body part tweaked a little bit so that it can accept a soul body mm -hmm. in a a cooperative arrangement cooperative, yes. cooperative agreeable symbiosis symbiotic Existence, experience experience yeah. right so um, most people might not realize that there was tweaking required and then the first question I'll ask well who did the tweaking? And mm -hmm. that's an entire story. We talk about those kind of things on our other podcast, right? We do. We do. Which is titled Ooh, Driving to the, the Reds. Reds. So, Driving to the Reds. You know, we can talk about that yeah. ad infinitum. But in, in, a, in a basic sense, your physical body is a tweaked physical body mm -hmm. that accepts a soul body in a symbiotic relationship. And when you're going to join up to have an experience before you're born... You start having this conversation. And physical bodies have um, an existence that isn't the manifested body that you see and we're listening to. It also is dissolved into, it's not a physical manifestation at the moment, but it mm -hmm. still has persistence and existence. It does. And it's that persistence and existence in communication with a soul body mm -hmm. that the arrangements for a uh, birth are you know, brought, brought to be. Yes. Right. Okay, then. So we're going to talk about the pre-birth part for the we, which yes. are not a soul. Right. And they're not a physical body. Right. But you are yes. here, nonetheless, yes. speaking to us. Yes. 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 I am. We are? <laughs> true. Yeah, don't That was get irresistible, funny. honey. Don't it's, get funny. I, don't get funny, honey. How, it's irresistible, really, truly. Yes, we are. Because, like, in a first episode, I tried to explain, I talk about the we in the third person, mm -hmm. but there is no separation for me between the I and the we anymore, right? And originally, we were just the we, and then... The creation of a singular identity in Elia came about, right? And then th that had to be allowed to develop within the human society that so it could function yep. as a person. 
Um, but there was never really a separation. And most of the time, even growing up, was spent as we... Uh, although, you know, it's like learning to drive and all that. You need to be very singular. And uh, so that we never learned to drive. Uh, so anyways, going back to pre-birth. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about this little chunk of it. The first paragraph... <clears throat> we recently, in the past nine years, realized that Inelia wasn't our idea. This came about as a shock, as we thought we had had the original and exciting idea of gathering data of what it's like to be a singular person and then going on to create one so we could incarnate on Earth. Not your idea. It was not the Wii's idea. And this brings us, I mean, just unpacking that sentence, that paragraph, right? brings us into a thing that I don't often ask people, but it's like, if I say Larry, yes. was it your idea to become a singular person and be born on Earth? What do you get if you try that question? I get no. <laughs> That's really kind of strange. Isn't that strange? Because you hadn't even thought about that. Wait, That's you? not even a question I ever thought. Exactly. Well, I mean, I That's ever remember thinking. That's why I wanted thinking. us to do the podcast part, because I want to unpack what's being expressed in these ram rambling zones by the Wii. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they're not ramblings. <laughs> they're quite... That's a profound statement that exact. you don't even think to ask, and then when you do, and then you find the answer, and then you double-check it. You go, oh. You go, Wow. That's totally unexpected. Yeah. So if you dig a little bit deeper into that question, if I said, who was it then who had that original idea of you becoming a singular being called Larry on Earth for many lifetimes? Maybe not called Larry. Many, many different names you used in different incarnations, right? But even in the physical universe, singular being, soul, incarnating over and over, or even becoming a singular soul. Whose idea was it? Or what's idea was it? Well, for here was Gaia's and for in general was lights. Lights? It was a co it was a group decision. Yes, isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's a group decision. All right. To tell the truth, it was such a shock that we left her be for three year of your years with barely any communication or awareness sharing at all. So the shock that we, the we, had not come up with the idea of incarnated as a singular person in Elia, did not come up with that idea, it was so shocking that my we experience left for three years <laughs> it, i was just i and i didn't mostly did not know how to function i did not know how to function as a singular person i didn't which is translated to you're very poor at it very poor yeah can you express that a little? yeah like um you know um functioning as a singular like i guess like Getting in the car and going to the store and buying food. Yeah, not the highest thing on your list. Or you cooked me lunch one time. 
I did not cook you lunch. I keep telling you that. That was not lunch. I cooked, I cooked you protein. You indeed you needed. did. You cooked me functional atoms and, and whatevers. Yes, protein and carbs that you needed very badly because you were starving yourself. Indeed, it was. You needed a big dose of, car of uh, carbs and protein. And nowhere in the list did it come in your mind that maybe that needed to be yummy. No. Yes, it, did not. it just needed function. Yes. Just yeah, that's that's basically what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For you, the reader, the above sentences may be confusing, or maybe not. Probably yes. <laughs> the truth is that we are the main entity living on Earth as Inelia, and she is our creation, not a creation in the sense of Almighty God who creates entities. We haven't met one yet, and we are eternal, both in time and space. So if you haven't met one yet, yet you are eternal. <laughs> That's a bit of a paradox, right? It means they don't exist. Okay. Thank you for translating long, that into yes, humans. Translate that into humans. Gods don't exist and they don't create you. It's good to know. Good to know. Good Data to that know. maybe should come, you know, a little sooner in your life, but you got it now. So let's yeah. just take it now. Just taking a little drink. Of orange juice. Okay. So, <clears throat> the main part of this paragraph is most people think the singular is the main creation. <clears throat> so, you, Larry, is the main creation that does everything else. And, um, and if you were created, then it was by some sort of God or something like that. A creator. A creator. Prime creator. A singular being that created you, Larry, right? Well, and a lot of people believe in that, that, you know, Lord, Lord, my God Almighty or Lord, well, I don't know, created you and human collective and whatnot. And then they'll take that and they'll just turn that into a different word and then it's okay. Yeah, they turn into universal consciousness, divine intelligence of source. the universe or source or whatever created and you. So where you come from is what created you. Right. But that's not necessarily. No. That's just That's not, not actually true. accurate. So for me, I we had no that we had no perception of singularity. And the perception was actually co created, but created mainly by the we through willingness and free will. Um, through a process of becoming in the third dimension like third dimension as in physical universe. So trying to translate that, it's like um, Larry was created by that collective consciousness that you existed as before you became a singular being on earth inside a body or within a body or the body within you, depending on what viewpoint we're looking at it from. And... To have that experience, you have to do it, right? Because otherwise you don't become. You're not singular, right? <laughs> I don't think that made it any easier to understand, but it's like getting there a little bit. It's, it's, it's cracking in through the edges thought, of... Yeah. Because, you know, some of these things are fine to hear, but then when you try to 
pack them into your singular existence and how is that possible if sim- simultaneously this is mm-hmm. they just don't they're not matching mm-hmm. so from within this experience it is very much like you were created i suppose right by somebody else even yes. though that somebody else was you and your your mates it wasn't me and my mates that's not you point. individually i'm talking about oh you you right, right okay so you didn't create you with you and your mates. You created you through curiosity and desire mm-hmm. to have that experience that yeah. we were having. Yeah. We as in me and my friends. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. But now we will explain what we thought we were doing. And at some future time, we will explore and explain what we found that we were actually doing and why. Okay. Explaining our experience as we thought we were having it will, in our opinion, be more conducive to an understanding of who and what we are and what Inelia is. Okay. So do you see how when I'm expressing in a like the we experience personality or whatever you might want to call it, I speak as Inelia in the third person. Mm-hmm. And when I'm talking as Inelia, I talk about the we in the third person. But that's not accurate. It's not an accurate depiction of my experience. It's more a translation so that we can distinguish between the two levels or natures of awareness and consciousness. Okay. Before Inelia's body was conceived, we would like to remind you that all humans are dual beings of body and soul. We worked for millennia, not an actual number. We use this word figuratively to give an idea of a very, very long time span from the perspective of someone who counts years and has very short lifespans. We don't count in years and we don't die. On a way to be able to experience life as a singular person, a soul and a physical body. Would you like to unpack that or no? I think we'll just listen. Okay. Why would we be interested in that? Because like you humans... We love to gather data and explore new things. In that sense, we are very similar and compatible in our goals and dreams. Let's go back to the beginning. A long time ago, in a space far, far away, we had the, quote, original, unquote, idea of having an experience of gathering information and experience of being a singular entity in a physical dimension. We became very excited about this. But we had one major problem. The human body, which is the one we wanted to have, although genetically altered to accept a soul, it won't accept just any soul. What is a soul anyway? And what is a soul that is compatible with a human body? All these are questions we had to investigate and work with. Okay. Do you want to talk about that? Well, I think that brings the obvious question to light, which is, that not all souls are the same. Mm-hmm. And that would be an assumption, I think, that most most of us would make. That oh, yeah. All the souls that exist are the same. Mm. Can you think of... Um... Well, it's like one of those okay. realizations. Let me, let me, not all yeah. souls are the same. Right. Okay, then from there, of course. Truth it. Check it out. Yeah. So a soul is a subtle body. Not all subtle bodies are the same. Well, that's easy right. to say. 
Not right. all souls are the same. So you would think souls, we think a thing. Yeah. We don't think of what it is. We think of what it's been told us it is. Right. Yes. So. so a soul is a subtle body and not all subtle bodies are the same. That's clear, obvious. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. Subtle bodies are, uh, let's say, have frequencies, right? And there's a range or, or within parameters of frequencies that can have an experience with a physical body. Okay, makes sense. Right? That can be integrated within both of them, within each other, and have an experience together. Makes perfect sense. And there's a lot of those. And that's why these physical bodies on Earth, in particularly Earth within the light dark paradigm, the um, power or others paradigm, uh, they're, they're tweaked in a way that can be altered Open so that, sourced. yes, so that the, that range of frequencies can be br- broader, bigger, and can allow other frequencies of subtle bodies or souls to come in. And that's why so many people suffer from possession on earth. They get possessed by different beings. Okay. Right. Anyways, let's go back. Okay. Um, all these uh, were questions we had to investigate and work with. A soul simply is. It is and always has been. It is not created and has always been as is. We are not a soul. We're more like a pasta strainer. Something that is more like a thing with lots of holes where we can look through, communicate with and experience many dimensions, timelines and universes. That's not a soul. So this part, I want to go into a little bit more because we just talked about how you, as a singular being, where you didn't create yourself as a singular being, right? Like if we could imagine the singular being being the soul. But it says here the soul always has been, it hasn't been created. So when I say when the who created you, you say, well, the lights, it was like me and my mates, right? Lots of collective awareness, like a group of souls, maybe. Decided on a singular existence. Singular being well, well, deeply embedded into the illusion of separation between your environment, you and other people, you and plants, you and animals, you know? You and all everything. Yeah, you and everything else in that universe. Even though you is a lot of things. Even though you are the universe (laughs) at certain points, right? And also a lot of other things. So, (laughs) yes. Yes. Problem problem number one. Create a soul that can contain our awareness. Okay. (laughs) Good luck with that. Good luck with that. I hope you have a few millennia. Yes. But souls are not created. So we needed something like a bit of a soul that was the same size of a regular human soul. That you could borrow. That could be used by us with some tweaking to embody at an awareness level. Do you see? What is an awareness level anyways? Tell me, please. (laughs) A level of awareness is perception, right? What what are you what are you able to perceive and be aware of? What yeah what 
what band of experiences are you focused in on? Are you tuned into? Yes, exactly. And can perceive and experience. Tuned into to perceive, or else it would be, uh, you know, at a singular level, overwhelmingly too much data. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so this ultimately points to the fact that your soul is a point of awareness. Subtle, but physical. Item. It's a thing. Your soul is a thing. Yeah. And, you know, there's some research that people have done where they measure people at the point of death when, you know, people are terminally ill and they have them on a weighing scale. And at the point of death, they become lighter by several grams or whatever. Yeah, I read about that. Milligrams or something. It's been a while since I looked at that. Yeah. So your soul actually has density. It's a physical thing. It's subtle, but not non-existent. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, not nothing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Are you lost yet? You know, forever. <laughs> Don't worry. We will talk about this many times in many ways that I will eventually create an understanding of what we mean. <laughs> Next, we borrowed, in quotation marks, a bit from a soul that is the size of an entire universe. We didn't think it would notice, but unfortunately, some years back, it did notice. Well, we can reserve judgment on the fortunately, unfortunately part. <laughs> As it had never had contact with another of its kind, it now observes what happens to us, and now we are what might be considered this entity's child, not a clone, as our awareness has already changed that bit of a soul that we took from it. And by bit, we're talking about something that is a millionth of a quark in size. So what is something that is a millionth of a quark in size? Inconceivably not small. And what is it? Wait, what, does, what is another word for the smallest part? Quantum. Yes, you got it. Give me five. Five, five, right? So you got a quantum bit. Yes. In the quantum expression of universes that we took a quantum part <laughs> and brought it into the physical universe. Yay, what a great idea. <laughs> at, okay. least it, at least it wasn't your own. <laughs> we work diligently with input and information from many species to link our awareness into that bit of soul. It worked. Once we had it in place, our awareness into that bit of soul, we started looking for a body that would host us. Bodies are picky. And most said, no. <laughs> you may not incarnate with us. <laughs> Some said yes, but then died anyways, as we were not fully compatible to be incarnated yet. We say died anyways because all the bodies we approached were going to die either before birth or soon after. Their souls were marked to leave, and we approached these bodies with our proposal. Every time we failed, we went back to the drawing board to find out what was happening. We then figured out, with the help of what you might call an alien species, that our, quote, soul, unquote, vibrated at a slightly different bandwidth than what human's body had been created to host. So there's the bandwidth thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. This alien species decided, again, 
what they thought was their original idea, to help us pro- and provide us with some of their genetic material to tweak the body so that it would be able to host us. It basically made the body, the physical body, more subtle and able to withstand our soul's frequency. I have to say, though, for my physical body, mm-hmm. uh, my, in quotation marks, soul, <laughs> it still burns. Like, it, it continuously feels like it's burning because of the frequencies. It's able to host this uh, construct of soul, but it's uncomfortable. It's, it's not comfortable. It's not a comfortable thing, no. Okay, let's go back. We wonder if to give the details about why the body we have, Inelia, ha- Inelia has, was going to have experiences that would cause her death three times during the nine months of gestation and a few minutes after birth. We feel the details are not conducive to further exploration by the reader, so we will not go into it. The result, however, was that we did approach the body and the soul it was buried with after two months from conception date, and she agreed to host us after her soul departed. She didn't agree at first, but we convinced her. We healed her from the three incidents during gestation and immediately after birth, so we could live, and she would live. We healed her again the other times she nearly died after birth and throughout her life. That's you good. about that? I'd, like you said, I don't know if... I don't know... Um, it just opens a big pot. The For examples... The we um, healed this body, but why not the other ones? Well, the other ones, they were not injured as per the soul and body agreement that they had previously. Mm-hmm. They said yes to the incarnation, but then the frequency was so incompatible that it killed the body anyway. That makes sense. Right. The body ejected the... So all of the bodies that you approached were already being... I guess not abandoned, but the trajectory of the incarnation was within the um, uterus or wherever you call it. The pregnancy and... They weren't ever going to be born. No. They were just incarnations in the womb. There were a few that were born and died like seconds or minutes later. Right. So they basically were all the experience of being in a pregnant body. Right. However long that might have been. Or just just barely leaving it. Yeah. And so um, the tweaking by the not humans or the mm-hmm. aliens that we would call them. I mm-hmm. guess are any aliens humans? Huh? Are there aliens who are also humans? Yes. Were these aliens humans? They were not. No. But they knew how to manipulate bodies to make humans. Mm, yes. So they're aware of how what to a human do it. being is, but they aren't yes. humans themselves. No. no, they're just physical bodies, very subtle but very physical bodies. And good genetic engineers. Yes, very good. So the process of um, manipulating your body to host the we soul construct was that a um, were you conscious of what they did or how they yes. did it or when yes. they did it or yes. any of those things? Yes. Is it a story that's interesting? Or yeah. Is it, also, share a little bit of that. Okay. So, you may or may not know, but the link between, or the agreement link between you and your physical body happens often before birth. 
Mm-hmm. But for us, it happened after birth. We didn't have access to that in-between life space that humans go into or mm-hmm. bodies go into. Mm-hmm. So ours happened after conception, not birth. After conception, once they were in the physical universe, the soul and the body, we, had, we were able to have conversations with them, right? And when we had agreements, and with this one, the agreement came in probably... Ah, like linear time is just really, I'm trying, I'm just seeing the level of development and remembering my biology class that shows the fetus and how it grows and development. Yeah, what it looks like. So probably 12 weeks okay. around there. That's right? quite, yeah. quite early. Yeah. So around then, um, both the soul, soul and the body said, yes, agreed. And the soul was still there, by the way. Um, the original soul. And then we brought in through these other beings and people have probably heard about um, experiencers and stuff like that. No? Like people take, being taken into what they think are spaceships and, right. you know, things done to their body or whatever. So our mother was, that was done to her. Okay. With her agreement. A subconscious, right? She it wasn't the first time. They had actually taken quite a few fetuses from her already. By her agreement and happiness. <laughs> Anyways, this is very similar. It wasn't the same species that had she had worked with in the past, but um and in within that let's say lab, we could call it a lab or a prenatal clinic. <laughs> <laughs> pre-birth prenatal <laughs> pre-birth prenatal clinic kind of thing you know anyways this genetic material with genetic material is just data information data that a body can use and a soul can use for making choices of what they look like or what their experiences are a physical expressioner okay okay so data so this other species put some of their data of subtleness, the physical subtleness of their exist- experience of of their nature, into the fetus that was in my mum. Okay. And that made the fetus more subtle. This caused a couple of things. It caused it it meant that it was harder to kill because when you put something solid into something more subtle. It's harder to kill it. Because it doesn't interact at a physical level in the same way another physical physical. Yes. It's like stabbing jello instead of stabbing... Yes. A steak. Yes. Yeah. Very good. So that had a, a side effect also. But also it meant that we could connect with, and at the time also with that soul, the other soul was just like, what else, right? Um... And the body, and he wouldn't burn it up. Got it. Even though he wasn't exactly comfortable. Okay. So that's the part of, you know, what they did and whatnot. Okay. So our first experience of being singularly incarnated was at birth. So the connection was there. And a lot of, we have seen and perceived and had pregnancies also that 
the soul and the body are united in one unit from conception. But the soul often goes on trips, you know, woof, goes off and might not have died in their previous life yet. So they have to hang out on that body with that body, you know. So it's not like a solid, solid connection yet. But once the body takes its first breath, the connection is solid. So existence for both the physical body and the soul in this incarnation starts at conception. But the autonomy, let's say, let's call it autonomy rather than incarnation, starts at first breath. Okay. Interesting. And if for any reason that baby cannot take a first breath of that physical body, then the connection cannot happen and the baby dies. Hmm. Okay. Right. Our first experience of singularity was at birth. So it was literally when that autonomy happened, that's when we literally became one with the body. And it was different. I mean, our physical body tried to tell us what to do and we ignored her. <laughs> so we entered the body and didn't know what to do. It's like, okay, now what? Now what? <laughs> How do I make it breathe, eat, like move our hands, speak? All the things we see no humans do, right? The body tried to show us. And basically what our body was trying to show us was to say, this is a process we learned together. Because not two people are the same, not two people function the same, not two bodies and souls function the same and learn the same. It's not a uniformity thing. It's not a, here's the uh, the program and you just turn it on and it happens, right? It's actually something that you learn together. You create the program together to function. So the body tried to teach us how to be incarnated. But the truth was, we ignored her mostly, and tried to do it our own way. It didn't have good results, but it's a memory for another day. <laughs> and I think that if you want to uh, read ahead, uh-huh. you can read about that other day Yes. in the We Talks yes, at yes. Substack. Yeah. So you go to blog.thewetalks.com and you're going to have this... Um, this article that we just read through this podcast. Called Pre-Birth. Yeah. But you can also read some more. And if, you read, if you're listening to this in way into the future, there's also going to be podcasts for those other ones. And the next ones that are coming up are, uh, the next one is We Are Born. We Are Born. Then Meeting the Family. <laughs> That's funny. Then, I love the we- Meeting the Family. Yeah. Then The Early Years. Uh, then uh. Whose Body Is It Anyways? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's another one, actually, but it hasn't been published yet. So, Oh, Meeting Humans for the First Time. That's it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, get to it. Yeah. And probably by the time you listen to this one, there might be more. So you can read ahead for sure. And then we can explore it in our podcast. And if you have questions, you can go uh, this comments section on the wetalks.com. You can actually... Um, post your questions there that we can talk about in the podcasts okay. and sometimes even the we will want to answer those but only if they're interesting to the we yeah and the so. we have very peculiar interest as far as i'm concerned the things they're interested in you may not guess yes. the things they're not interested in you might find so interesting so interesting, so interesting so fascinating so you know 
give it a go. See what happens. Yeah. It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. And very expanding. <laughs> yes. Okay. See you. See you soon. Love you, darling. Love you too. Mm.